Welcome to our Dental Business Transaction podcast, and I have pleasure in speaking to Oliver Field today, financial planner at Chester Rose. I'm sure your phone has been ringing red hot since the budget. Um, we haven't had one for over 500 days, um, and there's some really significant um, changes in there that affect your clients specialising in working with dentists and of course my clients as well um, working with dentists. So a lot of it seems to be sort of geared up to keeping the workforce at work. Um, but what would you say, Oliver, are the, sort of the, the headlines for you um, that are going to be affecting dentists and their financial planning? Yeah, so initially there's, there's kind of two main points are the lifetime allowance and the annual allowance. The first one, the lifetime allowance has been completely abolished. So as of today, it's 1.073 million, which basically means that if you have a pension worth over that, as a, if you're taking a lump sum, you're going to be taxed at 55%. Then if you're taking an income, it's an additional 25% along with your marginal income tax as well, which is really big for people who are in the NHS pension scheme, like a lot of dentists. And that just means that they can accrue more benefits at work without being worried about the additional tax charges, which is actually really great news um, and allows dentists to work for longer and not be worried about that and, and actually retire on their own terms. And what's also linked to that is the fact that the NHS is going to be able to allow NHS workers to leave and also rejoin um, the pension scheme, which means they can take their 1995 scheme, say, at 60, take that as income, but and then rejoin, rejoin the NHS, continue to work and accrue pension benefits, which wasn't the case before. So that's going to be as of April 2023 as well, which have linked really well together. So... Hearing that, I think that's probably a response to, you know, the crisis that we're experiencing every day, NHS practices that can't get associates or they're having a bit of a mass exodus from the NHS. So enabling, making it easier and more attractive to stay in the NHS and then not, you know, for longer, especially when you're coming up to retirement years is probably uh, in part a solution um, to that problem so let's hope that helps and benefits dentists and definitely and incentivizing them to stay rather than disincentivizing them to stay because ultimately they're getting taxed more for working longer which is counterintuitive if you want people to work for longer essentially yeah. people go to work quite a lot for the benefit don't they um, and I actually used to work in mental health um, and in the NHS. And as I was a sort of a young whippersnapper going around and doing community work, there were people which I used to look at envy, enviously who were retiring at 55 on a full salary pension. Um, and the whole idea of that is it was, again, like dentistry in crisis, they couldn't attract um, nurses and um, health professionals to work in what they called then asylums. And to make it more attractive, they made the, the pension and the retirement age so attractive. Um, they had solved that problem and attracted people to the profession. Yeah, OK. So it sounds like that, but 2.0, really. Um, to a degree and the fact that you said at the start of this is 500 days since the last bu proper budget um, that's probably what they're trying to do is they've kind of assessed 
assessed the environment and said, actually, this is probably the best route forward because the abolishment of the lifetime allowance definitely wasn't expected. Um, an increase, yes, but not the abolishment. So obviously you've, you've heard that Labour will be discussing that, but politics is politics. And if one one party says yes, the other will say no. So it, it depends which, which side of the fence you're on, really. Yeah, so, um, you know, at the moment we have uh the the lifetime allowance abolished um but you know it depends who who if that will last if we get a new government yeah exactly which isn't good really but you want them to be on the same page with those sort of things um just so there's some steady and some confidence in the market really rather than it being a seesaw effect from one party to the next and also there's a big announcement from the budget was the annual allowance increase as well which is great for business owners um, and people who are able to afford more money into their into their pension as well, which is linked to the to the lifetime allowance, um, which basically means that's the amount you can put into a pension and get full tax relief on, which is either one hundred percent of your earnings or up to that maximum, and that's increasing from forty thousand to sixty thousand as of the sixth of April, twenty twenty three, and that just means that actually they can withdraw more money from their companies if they've got company set up um, completely tax-free, which is is a really great way of getting money out of the company, um, which is great timing for the increase in corporation tax, which is, again, increasing to 25% from the 6th of April, depending on, on your profit as well, um, which is, again, good news for business owners. So with that increase in corporation tax that business owners are um, facing, um, what advice do you have um, for practice owners um, or dentists? So the first one is looking at the pension contributions that you're, that you're contributing at the moment and whether there's scope to actually increase them to reduce your profits because corporation tax is 25% for those who have a gross profit of over 250,000 but between 50 and 250 there's like an effective 26.5 um 26.5% tax um and anything less than 50 it's 19%. So what you want to try and do is get money out of the company as tax efficiently as possible which the first port of call would be pension contributions which can increase that now to 60,000 as of April um but others are things like putting insurances for your company as well, which is, again, offset against your profits, really. So that, again, reduces your corporation tax. Then also talking to your accountant is probably the most important part and seeing what you can offset against the profits in your company. So what you may not think is that beneficial, but you want to try and reduce your profits as much as possible so it reduces your corporation tax at the end of the year. And talking with your accountant to seeing what you can offset against your profits is is extremely important. And being proactive on that part, ready for the year ahead, really. Um, looking at research and development, um, which there can be actually relief up to two, 230% of the cost of that, that development and research. Um, but also other stuff like business expenses and also subscriptions and learning or training really you can offset those kind of costs but talking to a specialist accountant is really important yeah so it's having those conversations early uh 
talking to your advisors, you guys, I'm sure there's plenty of people are speaking to you over the past couple of days to see how they can maximise these benefits um, and really um, plan it, sitting down with the accountant to get the most um, out of all of the um, offsets that are available um, and make sense. Definitely. Yeah, that's definitely it. Exciting times for um, financial planners um, that are working with dentists. Yeah, definitely very busy anyway. <laughs> great. Well, it's been great to um, talk to you today, um, Ollie. Um, some sound advice there. Likewise, um, Abby. I'm sure you'll be hit busy in the next few weeks um, reviewing plans with your, with your dental clients. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Abby. Thank you.